0: Hello and welcome to the podcast of The Low to Seaters. This is Tuesday, the 13th of June, and this is podcast episode 674. Today I'm joined by Dan. Howdy Troops. Hi Dan. And we are gonna discuss a new law for Californian legislature, how women are the real problem of the world Mm -hmm. and where wokeness is ultimately going. Now, before we start, we have some announcements to make. So we have live rumble. Uh, I believe it is this uh, Thursday. Yeah, this Thursday. It's about a COVID ma- vaccine, whether it is the mark of the beast, and. Uh, I, I,
1: I take it that one isn't going on YouTube.
0: It's a Rumble live, so yes, I, I don't that, think that it is going good. to be on YouTube.
1: even, I, I hope you appreciate what we what we go through to bring you these segments, because you know Stelios and I, you know, we, we'd prepared our segments, and then fifteen minutes before we, we're due to go live, um, all of a sudden. Uh, we get we get a message from the boss saying you're not allowed to talk about trannies anymore. So, yeah, apparently
0: you, many people are getting uh, yes. problems, uh, having strikes. problems and strikes, especially people from from the Daily Mail yes. and Wired and Daily wi- the Daily Wire. Yeah, and we, and we only had three <laughs> Daily segments. Daily Wire, not Daily Wire.
1: We, we only had three segments that was covering this. So, in, in your your segments, you we just had to write them off. It's like okay, that's not going on YouTube. My no. one, I, I I was able to you know, sort of work around it.
0: Yeah, so basically there are no segments for YouTube. That oh no, I no, the do. second the second one will go up. The, it's the one that you are going to yeah, do. Yeah, that, so that 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 one. I'll have go up. no segments on YouTube.
1: Yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, John is just reminding me that we're, I'm we're not allowed. I, I keep saying trannies in these, and I keep getting edited out. Yes, but but because because this bit and, and your bits aren't going on YouTube. Yeah. I can be you know like you know uh, trannies. You can be to the more free, and you can and
0: express yourself. You can be yourself. You can be the authentic what, what, Dan what's, now, what's,
1: what's, what's the it?
0: uncensored Dan. Yes. No, actually, you, ha- you, ha- you have to be uncensored on my segment.
1: Trannies, traps, whatever, you know, we can, we, we, <laughs> we, we, we can go there. Apart from the second, we have to be very well behaved in the second segment.
0: Okay, I, I will mm. put my best face there.
1: Yes, okay. we're going to take that one very seriously.
0: Right, we're going to go to California now, where the, re- the blue states are responding to the bans that various red states are putting forward. Now, it seems to me that this is an effort to flex our political muscles. They don't care about people. They claim that they do. They claim that they care about the members of the minority and the protected groups that they claim to protect. But actually, it's all a facade. It's all a political game, and they want to show that they are also responding back and they're punching back. And one of these moves that they have made is the Californian bill, Assembly Bill 957. So the Californian Assembly Bill has recently passed and it makes the affirmation of a child's gender identity salient for matters such as custody. So it is a massive restriction on parental rights. And Gavin Newsom would have us believe that most people are immigrating to California Whereas
1: uh, we hear this is this is like North Korean level propaganda, isn't it?
0: Yeah, we we hear the the opposite. (laughs) California refugee, if you are uh, watching or listening to us, please tell us what is going on.
1: Okay, now you you can you can bloody see it in like the U haul stats, and I mean there there was a myriad of indicators. Yeah, that you federal taxpayers are shifting their their location. It's 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 clear there was a massive exodus, a significant exodus from, from California.
0: So the problem with this bill, in a nutshell, or if I could have some bullet points, is that it exposes children to increased risk, uh, both those who identify as trans and those who do not. It poses incredible strain on families where parents disagree with a woke agenda, Hmm. and it poses an increased strain on families who may not agree with the child or the visible influence that the child may have from school and its social circle. Because there is such a thing as going to a school and getting, let's say, exposed to all sorts of weird ideas and uh, going back to the house and wanting to make a revolution or to rebel and use that Well, language the, the even worse thing is when
1: the kid comes back and doesn't say anything because they've been coached, don't mention this at home. And then, yeah. you know, you're six months later and all of a sudden you get a letter from the school saying that, you know, little Billy is now little Susan. Exactly. And if you have a problem with this, we're gonna take your kid away from you.
0: Exactly. And that's mm. th- that's a really insightful comment to make because if the kid says something, it functions like a red alert. But mm. if they're instructed not to say anything, which, it flies under the radar.
1: Which, you know, I, I would imagine if you're grooming kids, the first thing you do is, is tell them, you know, don't tell anybody about this.
0: Yeah. So basically in blue states, parents who disagree with the woke agenda have problems. And they have increasingly more problems. Mm. And it is now also in the family. And speaking against this trend of increased centralization becomes increasingly more difficult. Now, speaking, speaking of free speech and the restrictions on it, you can visit our website and for only five pounds a month, you can have access to all our content and watch this interview for stuff like this interview, where I interviewed Dr. David Thunder about issues such as the new Irish anti-free speech bill, citizenship, communities, and how, where on earth are we going? Okay, so definitely give that a watch. Now, back to California. There was an article uh, published on Free Beacon. I will read some parts of it, and we could discuss as we go along. Mm. So it says, the bill, which has already passed the state assembly, would require judges adjudicating such disputes over transgender-identifying children to favor the parent who affirms the child's preferred identity. Earlier this week, the authors released an updated version that specifically defines the health, safety, and welfare of a child to include a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity, a chain that the bill's opponents worry will open the door to non-affirmation being treated as abuse. So. You can see this bill is essentially about uh, custody fights, but this is only the beginning. There will be, doubt, there will doubtlessly be more bills to come, uh, bills that will be perceived of as they response to the um, restrictions that red states are imposing upon those who are in favor of the woke agenda. Now, the thing though is that we should focus a lot on how terms work a bit because it sounds very legalistic, but you cannot not be legalistic when you're talking about things like that, especially laws. So if you focus deep down, wokeness as a rhetoric is focused on a ridiculous inflation of the concept of harm and abuse. This means basically that more and more and more things count as abuse and abusive. So if we have this idea, the idea that the state should protect people from abuse that you know on a, on a, on an ordinary level it, it makes sense why why would you want people to to abuse other people mm. then you get you you don't see what is really the problem here that there is an underlying ideological subversion that in, that changes slowly and steadily the meaning of the word abuse and we wake up in a world where basically everything counts as abusive and things that mm. we took for granted until now, mm. we see that we are not taken for granted. And I think that's a major problem.
1: Mm. So, I mean, what, so, what, what is happening here? So, we, so we're moving from a concept of, you know, rights being, you know, the self-regarding and the other-regarding, as long as you're doing something for yourself. But it's now becoming the obligation on others to affirm your perception of your own rights.
0: Exactly. And yep. if they do not do this, there are increased let's say pressures to characterize that as abuse especially when we're talking about judges who are trying to yield a verdict in cases such as custody fights
1: i mean if you are a a californian man who's married to um you know a bit of a, a bit of a lefty yeah might be coming back to that theme later um what are you going to do if you've got kids what a horrific situation to be in, because you, you, because we are now at the stage where what is it um, the the sexual mutilation yeah. of children via operations is now becoming a regular occurrence, and basically what this law is doing, if if, I, if I'm understanding you correctly, is basically disarming any defence that um, the the parent who is Um, sensible probably the man yes has to defend against any exactly it
0: completely disarms you Mm. let's go back to the article um okay where was i okay so within uh, open open quote okay when you say that gender affirmation is in the child's best interest for health safety and welfare it takes nothing to say Non-affirmation is now abuse because you are not taking care of the health, safety, and welfare if you're not affirming them. Close quote, said Aaron Friday, a San Francisco attorney and co-lead of the parent coalition, Our Duty. The amended bill, known as Assembly Bill 957, is the latest in a state slate of legislation to enshrine left-wing gender ideology in California law. State Senator Scott Wiener, who advised, who co-authored Assembly Bill 957 with Assemblywoman Lori Wilson, is simultaneously advancing a separate bill that would require foster parents to promise to affirm trans-identifying children. In 2022, he introduced a first-in-the-nation law, enshrining California as a haven where out-of-state minors can obtain sex changes without their parents' consent.
1: That Wiener guy, was that the guy who was taking nude photos of himself on his bed while his child was on the other side of the bed. Yes,
0: that was the guy. Now, let's move to the next link. And this is the bill. I will quote some phrases from it. Uh, It says, This bill would require the court to strongly consider that affirming the minor's gender identity is in the best interest of the child if a non-consenting parent objects to a name change to conform to the minor's gender identity. Existing, this bill would require a court when determining the best interests of a child to also consider a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity. For purposes of this provision, it would include a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity as part of the health, safety, and welfare of the child. Now, tell me, Dan, it seems to me that there is a debate going on about this, Mm. and this bill uses factual language where... Mm. Where we there is a debate about it because Mm. it said it it it,
1: well in sales term there is no
0: pretense of neutrality. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So so in sales term, what they're doing is they're talking past the sale. Yeah. So they're not saying, um, you know, do you want to buy this car? What they're saying is, you know, what do you think your neighbours are going uh, to be saying when they see you pull up in this car? It's yeah. it talking past the sale. So it is it is basically treating this argument as if it has already been won.
0: Yes. And not only as if it is already being won, as everyone who disagrees with it is a bigot. Basically, that's all that do they're they doing.
1: Do they talk about um, what they define as a child? I mean, does, does a five-year-old count?
0: Uh, as you will see... A seven-year-old definitely counts. And if, if, you, oh. if you look at the Jazz Jennings uh, situation and the Jazz Jennings case, if yeah. you can go on Amazon, uh, the book I Am Jazz that is supposed to be autobiographic yep. uh, about Jazz Jennings, it is, the, the age is, that Amazon has is four to eight. And Jazz Jennings uh, apparently said at two years old that, well, I, I want, I'm in the wrong body.
1: Oh, come on. Anybody who's got a kid, that is such rubbish.
0: If we can scroll down a bit on this, please. You, we can go on the votes section. It's a bit further down. Yeah, we can see it. there are 51 ye- uh, yeas, 13 nays. And it did pass this, mar- uh, this uh, March, on March the 30th.
1: Well, So it just needs to go to the governor to be signed, is it?
0: Yes, yeah, so basically... If close to 80% of the people voted, of the assembly members voted for it on the third reading. Now, let's have a look at the session and what they were talking about. This is uh, assembly member Lawrence Wilson. Let's have a look.
2: Good morning, members. I am here to present AB 957 a bill that would require a court to consider a parent's affirmation of the child's identity, gender identity when determining the best interest of a child. AB 957 would also require a court to strongly consider that affirming the gender identity of a minor is in the best interest of the child if a non-consenting parent objects to a name change to confirm to the minor's gender identity. I understand many of my colleagues are absent today, but I'm bringing up this bill today in particular because tomorrow, March 31st, is International Transgender Day of Visibility. This is an important week, and I wanna take the time to highlight the legislature's affirmation that we see this community and will fight for equality for all transgender people. Members, currently, when parents do not agree on affirming a TGI, which stands for transgender, gender diverse, intersex. When parents do not agree on affirming a TGI child's gender identity, the Family Code does not specify how a judge should determine the best interest of a TGI child. TGI youth are at a higher risk of depression, mental health crisis, self-harm and suicide than their cis peers. Having at least one adult in a child's life who affirms their gender identity decreases their chance of attempting suicide significantly.
0: Okay, we can, we can pose this here. Uh, thanks, John. So, again, what I'm looking at, how does this seem to you?
1: I, I'm thinking that this individual, I bet her kids are old enough that this isn't going to be an issue for she,
0: her. Uh, I think that she has a child that is, identifies as a trans child.
1: Oh, really? Yep. Oh, God.
0: So what I see here is the, again, the factual the use of factual language when we have a, a discussion that is ongoing. And she does exactly what we said before. She's presenting it as if there's only one interpretation and one interpretation only. And anyone else who would suggest otherwise would be deemed a bigot. Now, it is, it is the case, and unfortunately, so that there are Uh, high rates of suicide within members of that community. But the problem remains as to how to actually interpret the problem because if you want to solve a problem, you need to brainstorm Mm. and you need to have all sorts of interpretations about what is going on in order to maybe come up with some good solutions. So Mm. when speech about this issue is being silenced, brainstorming about the issue is being silenced.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it is, it is the classic way that progressives have always worked, which is they attempt to make any opposition to their policies a criminal offense. Yeah, it's, it's just, exactly. it's, 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 I mean, it's not not just not just Californian ones. I mean, I'm talking, you know, uh, Khmer Rouge. I mean, USSR, the, the whole lot. It's, they always do this.
0: Yeah, the the demonization of the opponent in the name of the, 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 pacif- in the name of know, the people specific, we want not allow the people to specifically the criminalization
1: speak. of their opponents. Yes, is what they always do. Yeah. And sometimes it ends up in a to the back of the head.
0: And the goal is more power. It's, mm. The goal is not to save people or to care for any community because if there was care for a community that has such high rates of suicide there would be brainstorming. Now when you allow brainstorming you do allow people uh, to say their minds and some of, of their speech may be uh, deemed uh, hateful maybe deemed whatever but you do allow brainstorming. It mm. is only brainstorming that can come up with, we, only with brainstorming that we can, mm. can come up to solutions. Now, uh, and one thing is that there are some other people called detransitioners who are giving a, a different interpretation of what is going on. And maybe they are suggesting different solutions about it. Speaking of detransitioners, you could visit a website again uh, and watch. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yes, and watch uh, Connor's interview of uh, Richie Herron. At the reality of trans grief, mm. this is a this is a brilliant interview. I must say,
1: mm. yeah, it's a good one. That
0: I've watched it and I thoroughly recommend it. It has b- been watched by many, many people, but mm. it's uh, worth revisiting. Now let's move
3: to the second, to the next um, clip. Yep, uh, and thank my colleague from Susan City, my former seatmate, for bringing this bill up. Unfortunately, this bill. Uh, deals with a scenario that is all too common for our community. Our families do not often accept us when we are brave enough and vulnerable enough to come out and be our true authentic selves. This is true especially for our trans siblings who have recently faced an increase of discrimination and violence for no other reason than being themselves. I am proud to see this bill on the assembly floor today. I want to thank the author as an ally and as someone in our family, uh, in her, our community, for bringing forth a piece of this legislation that actually helps protect the rights and dignity of transgender individuals. This has not been the case in other legislative bodies as we've seen across our country, where legislation is targeting, discriminating against our transgender siblings, and we need to stand up here in California. Uh, Let me be clear, this bill is essential to California values. Dignity, diversity, Possibly acceptance, true. and willingness to protect the rights of all.
0: How does this sound?
1: Well, when she says it's, it's crucial for Californian valleys, I mean, that, that might actually be true. I mean, it's so far gone at this point, isn't it?
0: But there is a, a further issue, I would say, that it's all phrased in the abstract. In the abstract, it's nice to say, yeah, we care for people, we care for, to protect the rights of all, yeah. we're willing to protect the rights of all. But the question is, well, is there a compatibility
1: oh,
0: between yeah, the, le- the leftist,
1: Leftists are incapable of, of thinking more than five minutes in advance.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a big problem with making a comparison between short-term, what seems to be beneficial in the short-term, yeah. and what is uh, long-term expedient. Mm. Um, and uh, the, the thing is that when we talk about recognition and being understood and being seen and being whatever, there's always an as clause. So when people want to be recognized, do you want to be recognized as what? We cannot say that to be recognized as a human, everyone needs to agree with you. This is too strong. Mm. This d- leads directly to the totalitarian and authoritarian uh, mindset and practice that you mentioned that you know unless you buy the whole package you're an enemy, an enemy yeah, of the and, people. and
1: the package keeps morphing and mutating of course yes the whole time. and
0: unless you buy the whole package yeah. I'm in self-defense mode and in self-defense it's permissible mm. to to do something about people who disrespect me and therefore I have legitimacy in pursuing these tactics mm. now let's look at this gentleman here
4: I had a cousin that's transgender Unfortunately, I'm using the word had. Um, as an African-American in an African-American community growing up, we weren't the most accepting. Matter of fact, we were probably hostile to transgender people when I was growing up um, and when we were kids. Um, and some of the things that we used to do were horrific, just the, even just the verbal things we said to my cousin. My cousin eventually was so distraught because he couldn't come to family functions, Um, he wasn't really accepted that um, he got hooked on drugs. Uh, He eventually died in San Francisco of a drug overdose. Um, Homeless, alone, Um, it took about three months before the coroner's office was able to find um, my aunt and his mother so that we could bury him. That's my cousin. He should have not gone through that. And the torture he went through as a kid um, will always burn in my heart, will always burn in my memory. and, um, And I wish I had done more. And so I'm so grateful to you for doing this, moving forward, that we're able to do something for individuals that are in that dilemma, especially in our community, especially in the black community. We got to do more. So thank you, Assemblymember Wilson.
0: Now, it's, of course, very unfortunate that uh, this person lost his cousin. But I want to say that in the context of this discussion, in the context of the discussion of a bill that is about restricting parental rights, Mm. This, I would say, is a really biased and mistaken presentation, and I'm really with my words. it is, it is using my a, words.
1: emotional weight to conflate one thing with another thing.
0: Yes, and not only yeah. that, it presents the case as if it is: I, you're either a, a bully that will lead the other person into or an enabler, or the the slippery slope of right. a, let's say, an unfortunate life, or on a someone who is suppo- who. Who should celebrate everything and accept the whole package yes uh this person's rhetoric it presents the issue as if there is zero middle ground and this is just wrong and this again is the think the the thinking mm. that you described before it, it, that unless you buy the whole package yeah. you're someone whose rights should be massively there, restricted there are and,
1: only extreme position the only extreme and harmful positions pick one yeah mm.
0: and let's Answer your question before uh, before about hmm. uh, whether a five year old has is treated by the, this piece of legislature as having a testimony whose validity is treated as sort of sacrosanct. Yes, I don't know. It's she will answer about a seven year old. I think that that should answer yep, you. Yep, that, yep. that was. Let's, I mean, that, that's, let's that, watch yes. Laurie Wilson.
2: So this particular bill adds the very important factor that affirming a child's gender identity is in their best interest, which is what your question is about. Why does it get why does it actually say that in a, an affirmative way? And it really is because if you have a seven-year-old who's who's talking about having a potential to say, I being able to articulate that they believe that they are not the same gender um, as they are biologically, then it should be affirmed and through care it should be determined. And that's what we did with our own child. And that would give the ability for a parent who wasn't sure to affirm and get their child the care that they need to make that so they can begin to articulate that determination. But by saying and rejecting it in wholesale, then you're essentially rejecting your child. And that is not in the best interest of a child. We should be affirming our children in every possible way and getting them whatever appropriate care they need, whether it's based on their gender, whether it's based on how their um, studies are in school. It doesn't matter. Our children should be affirmed. And this is saying that you have to include gender affirmation as a part of it. It's don't, a bit
1: scattered. Yeah. It's a bit scattered, isn't it?
0: And it's a bit, I, I don't know where she got educated from, but being <laughs> able able to articulate a point doesn't make it right. You could articulate a false proposition.
5: Yeah.
0: And. Uh, so imagine, let's, let's make the scenario you mentioned before even more horrific. Oh, let's God. say you have a, you have a child, you, it goes to school, it has a woke circle, yeah. and it's, it has uh, other, let's say, classmates that start talking about all these weird things that confuse people, and it comes back to the house, it wants to rebel against the parents, and the child starts uh, saying that, you know, I identify as a different gender. Mm. What are Californians to do then? Are they going to lose on or not? And there are a ton of problems here. So, for instance, there's a complete conflation between the term re- rejection of the person from disagreement with a particular interpretation of a particular feeling that is where I think is very sinister. Things get very sinister mm-hmm. because when you disagree with someone, when you disagree with someone vehemently, it could be about values. It could be about w- where they want to take their life. It doesn't mean that you reject their personality. It's, those two are different things. Mm. They, they can go together, but they don't have to go together. Now, and we have some uh, links that you could... Uh, you could remind yourself of. This is a from the past. We have here uh, from the Daily Mail, Mom, uh, that was from the 14th of April, 2023. Mom slams California school for transitioning her daughter to a boy behind her back, her back as district votes to keep parental secrecy policies. And Bearded Trans Activist says teachers are protecting kids from hate and prejudice. Now if we go to the next link, we have Senator Scott Wiener, who is your the person you, men- you mentioned before. Let us look at his warning.
5: You need to be paying attention to what's happening to trans kids and their parents in Texas. The Governor and Attorney General of Texas, right-wing Republicans, are literally threatening to arrest the parents of trans kids for helping those kids get gender-affirming health care and are threatening to actually take those kids away and put them in foster care. We need to send a strong message to trans kids in Texas that we have their backs, that they have a strong community around them. We're putting links uh, in the comments about what you can do uh, to support trans kids and their parents in Texas. We have to push back hard.
0: No one cares about the children. It's all about a political game. It's about giving a political message that, I don't know, maybe it's coincidental, helps his political career. And to end, this, uh, to end this segment and move to the one you have prepared, we have two links that you could uh, consult if you want. One is Washington State Democrats vote to hide transgender runaways from parents. This is something I presented uh, on uh, some... Uh, I think about two months ago, it was about uh, some asylum laws that if uh, children go to, let's say, uh, if ch- some children say that they have run away from their home, the asylum is not now obligated to talk, to inform the parents, mm. whereas it was before. And another horrible case that it's Texas dad fears ex wife plans to chemically castrate nine year old son. Yep. Uh, this is a story about a uh, Texas father at the center of a bitter years-long gender transition case he claims his ex-wife had moved to California planning, planning to chemically castrate their nine-year-old son James who identified as a girl named Luna so if you want to remember this story you can check the the link below shall we move to a more uh,
1: yes let's try shall we
0: happy segment I gather
1: yeah well yeah. yeah. I think what we need to do is we need to talk about a certain group. This is a group that has been um, working in the background for many decades to undermine Western civilization. And normally, if you say anything about this group, you get instant pushback. But I think we have to be brave. We have to call them out.
0: Is it decades or, or centuries?
1: Oh, it's, it's, It goes back many centuries, this group. Gentlemen, I regret to inform you, we have to talk about women. Uh, before I do, let's uh, let's make a nod to uh, the premium podcast that you can get on the website. This one is relationship advice uh, from uh, who's it from? Uh, Patrice O'Neill. So uh, yeah, ex- excellent excellent uh, video. Of that you can go in and get it right now. I, w- I will say, I, w- I will give a bit of a sop. Um, not not the trad, you know, conservative women. Quite like them. Yeah. But progressive women. Uh, God, they're just bloody awful, aren't they? I, I think I think we've got a video that we can uh, we can get into which which makes this point. Let's watch this
3: Realizations I recently had
2: Was that as a liberal woman? It is really hard to find a man who is willing to play the more traditional Masculine role in the relationship in today's day and age who is not a conservative A man who wants to pay on the first date who wants to open your door who has that want and desire to take care of you and to provide was not a conservative. And obviously as a liberal woman, I do want to be respected for my independence. And I do want to have my own autonomy in the relationship and not be confined or conformed to the traditional female homemaker, childbearing role. And most of the men that I've dated who do have that more natural provider masculinity about them are normally conservative. So I don't really know what to do because I don't want to compromise my morals and values just to find a man, but Am I asking to have my cake and eat it
0: too? There's everything wrong with that. Just everything wrong yes. fr- from the beginning to the, to the end.
1: I mean, for a start, making a video while you're supposed to be driving, I mean, that, that doesn't help, and it, and it just gets worse from there. So, so, so basically, oh, God, she... You're right, everything. She wants, the, she wants all the benefits of the traditional gender roles, yeah. but doesn't want to offer anything in exchange. Yeah. She says that she doesn't want to be constrained by traditional gender roles and then immediately saying that she wants a man who's constrained by traditional gender roles.
0: I have said it for years. Yeah. I think women are who are pushing forward this uh, woke nonsense. Yes. They do this as a test. Wh- women love to test us. And I think they they do this sub- I don't know if they understand it, but they no. they, they they are saying that they want this and they are rejecting the people who who I've got got thoughts
1: on shit tests I think that that is a useful evolved mechanism because you don't you don't want to be you don't want to be eight months pregnant and have a saber-toothed tiger up your ass and then all of a sudden you find out that your man's got no bottle so there is good evolutionary reasons why you want to push a man and to see if he stands up for himself and I think a lot of that is also that Women and and you're right. It's it's all on autopilot. They have no yeah. idea that they're doing it. Completely just, unreliable it's, it's, yeah, it's all, testimony. It's, it's all it's all baked in. But part of it is uh, you know for, for women there is there is only a sort of well there's a single scale and It goes from one to ten as, yeah. as, as to their, as to their qualities. With a man you, you can have multiple different ranges of um, you know quality. You know Bernie Eccleston, You know not a not a not a physical adonis, but he <laughs> he is um, you know he, he he has other things going. There are multiple yeah. different spectrums for men, and so it is harder for women i think to understand um you know what qualifies as as necessarily as a high achieving man yeah but so they outsource that problem to the guy where they but they give him a hard time to see if he understands his value because i mean this is how you respond to a shit test if you if you're in a sort of new relationship if you're just like well okay go then I'll, yeah. I'll just get somebody else. If you do that, they will instantly they will instantly shut up. It's yeah. like, okay. Well, you know, I, I, I can't. Next push level it back. now. Yeah. we need to change the yeah. game. But if if you start apologising for yourself, then no. she has recognised that you understand that you are you are um, punching punching up. You're you're out of yeah. your league yeah, 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 effectively yeah, yeah. at this yeah. point, and then and then she can respond appropriately. A yeah, punching bag. Yeah, yeah. This, this, is, this is like, oh, I hate it when you see boomer men do this. They refer to their, their wife as their better half and they start doing this debasement thing and, yeah. oh, she's so much better than me. God, women bloody hate that. Yeah. Yeah, they do. But uh, anyway, back sorry, that that was all about shit. Test. Back, to, back to this woman. I mean, I mean the, the bigger point is that society used to do a lot of telling people no. Yeah. They would have told women like this... Uh, no, don't be so silly. Yeah. But all of that has been eroded. So you're you you I mean you're suggesting that she's doing a bit of a shit test. She could she could be still be doing the shit test by the time she's like 39. And you know, and, even after that. Yeah. and then, and then it, but, know, it's, yeah, that, it's, it's that's cats the dangerous and area. Bottles of one bottle of wine, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can Nick carry on Now, Connor put up a, actually a very good post. So ra- rather than me having to be clever and think about exactly what was wrong with it, Connor has done it for me. So let, let's just read this. Um, a suggestion to this woman who is su- suffering from cognitive dissonance. The masculine aesthetic you are attracted to is inexorable from the conservative values you have been taught to hate. Delaying gratification, making sacrifices, choosing duty and hard work over expedient pleasures. They make a man strong, respectable and attractive to women on a deeper level than post-feminist programming can reach. The men likewise want a woman who is the emotional cornerstone of their life, who inspires them to provide for her and respects the sacrifices he makes. He does not want a woman who will have one foot out the door emotionally and financially at all times. He does not want to invest in a relationship with a woman uh, whom, who could divorce or kill his unborn children as an option. I, I think... Well done, Connor. I
0: think when it comes to dating tips, mm. uh, free, very frequently when men do what women tell themselves, tell them that they want them to do, mm. they, they get instantly rejected.
1: Oh, you, yeah. You, yeah. you, you, cannot, because, you do, do not ask women yeah. for, for dating tips. Yeah. You, you, don't, you, don't, you don't see fishermen asking the fish how to fish, do you? No. Yeah.
0: But it's, I think it's, it's more complex than that because mm. all of it, the attraction is what breaks the rule. So they're expressing the rule, what mm. they find... Because it's it's what they, when you put them on the spot, it's what they frequently feel that will make them sound a bit more appealing. It's like many women that you ask, you know, I like Brad Pitt or I like, uh, you know, this or that person. They, they have, there's a distinction between what they say they want oh, in yeah. order to appeal yeah, yeah. respectable and what yeah. they actually want. And they frequently... Uh, express the complete opposite
1: the the first thing you need to do as a young man is to pay attention to what women respond to not what women say they want they are they are different things yeah um and i don't want to just take aim at women in this section because you know this this whole um you know how to understand masculinity is something that a lot of young men get wrong as well and i saw this video it's quite cringy actually um let's let's play the uh the next video. I don't know if it's got much sound to it, but you may have seen this on Twitter a little while ago. Oh, no. Uh, there we go. So this is this is a young man who's basically engaged a young woman in conversation in a bar. Uh, no, I don't think we need the sound. Yeah, the sound. The sound's just a bit random. Um, but yeah, so um, he, he's engaged this woman in conversation and then he immediately sort of turns you know his body away and basically sort of starts ignoring her and, and, and breaking eye contact and all that kind of thing. And... Sorry, why, why? I don't mean to yeah. do this,
0: but this seems to me to be like a strategy. It's the push pull strategy.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, so.
0: Because they say if, if you look straightforward, it's more like confrontational. But if, you, if you're, if and uh, it hmm. gets women a bit uh, ag- agitated, then no, on so guard.
1: What, so what he's done is he, is he has misunderstood the, the whole concept here because the way women work is they want a value gap between yeah. themselves they they want to perceive that the man is of, of, of higher value than them that, it's their sort of hypergamy or something i think i think they yeah. call it where they they kind of want to reach up now so from from her perspective there should be that value gap yeah. and he has sort of understood that on one level and rather than actually achieve it he's trying to cheat the process he's trying to shortcut it or game it. So he's kind of doing this thing where he's pointed away, she's focused on him. I mean, he's set it up like that. Um, he's he, he sort of uh, you know, turned his attention away. He's kind of half ignoring her. And he's trying to say here that you know, she is more interested in me than I am in her. Yeah, but, but he's gained the whole process because he initiated this, this this conversation in the first place, and then he sort of immediately started doing this. And actually, what's happened is, is he's come across looking like he's just socially awkward and he can't quite maintain to
0: her or to everyone else oh, to because else. It, it matters yeah. what, what mm. it matters how it looks to her.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I, I don't I don't think that she is the subject here. The subject here are the young men that he's presumably selling courses to okay. or something like that on how to. Yeah. How to pick up women. So, so the real subject is actually other young men, rather, rather than this woman here. But Just you know, don't do that. If 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 you're if you're going to get into a conversation with a girl, give her give her your full attention. I mean, by all means, know your worth. And look, if you go on a date or something, and, and um, you know it's clearly not working out, it's perfectly fine just to be polite and say, um, you know, th- th- this isn't working. Check that she can get home safe, and, and call it off, and, and just go. You know, I I have no problem with young men understanding their worth and extracting themselves from a the situation, but don't go initiating um, contact with with somebody, getting your mate to film it without a bloody permission, and then and then and then pulling this shit. I mean, you 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 give somebody your full attention if you're going to be if you're going to be engaging with them.
0: Yeah, but if she is ungrateful and oh, yeah. you giving her your whole yeah. attention is going to actually make her less interested because she will, she, you won't give her homework. You won't give her homework to say no. Oh, I need to keep yeah, the attention. Yeah, I, I, I think I think Sky. that's gaming
1: the process. It it is that thing where you're trying to you're trying to um, present yourself as having value, but rather than having genuine value, you are um, you're, you're you're gaming it. You're you're trying to shortcut that process. You're trying to you're trying to flip the switches in the mind without actually having it. The way the way you achieve that value gap as a young man is you improve yourself. Okay, you know you 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 sort yourself out. I mean, uh, the, probably the best example I've seen of, of sort of natural. Um, masculine energy when it comes to engaging with women is is somebody like Russell Brand. I mean, he does it perfectly. You know, no, I I know he's a bit of a lefty. Yeah. um, But if you, if you see the way that he engages with people, he gives them his full attention. He's engaging. He's doing the eye contact, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, when he, when he was a single man in London, I mean, his, his apartment was, was, you know, you know, basically a bedroom and a waiting room. But
0: would it work for someone who wasn't famous?
1: Um, yeah, you, you masculine the, energy applies applies whoever you are.
0: I, I would find it cringe if if if. Uh, so for for me, when it comes to Russell Brand, it's about his persona. There was a very fun interview where I saw that w- there were some models there, and he had a, he took a soap bottle and he started throwing soap on the table, and right. everyone uh, la- laughed there. Okay. That, that was funny, but I'm, that I'm was cringe yeah. If anyone else yeah. did it it's it, you, you've got to have the personality he gets away to with it off, because yeah. it's a persona if he started yeah. doing it i think he would be kicked off by the by quite the, I
1: haven't seen that the one. security guards yeah quite possibly now i did have another bit that i was going to do in this segment but basically what happened is youtube changed their policy about 15 minutes ah. before we came on air so i can't talk about the thing that i was going to talk about so i've basically can you whistle it no, I, I I don't I don't think it's safe to go there. We basically got a we got an email from the boss man. He said, um right, like, pull pull any segment that has this thing in it. So yeah. I had I had to saw out half the segment. Um and um I, I reached out on Twitter and I said, Somebody give me something and somebody gave me something which which roughly fits into this. I haven't even watched this yet, so we're just gonna react to this and, and, and see what happens. What what what's this one? so this is advice to newlyweds. Let's play that.
5: It's no easy job, Sam, to take care of a woman. That'll no say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They expect things they never ask for. And when they don't get them, they ask you why. Sometimes they don't ask. And they just go ahead and punish you for not doing something you didn't know you were supposed to do in the first place. What, instance, Sam? Well, that's a very difficult question to answer, Sam. You're never quite Sure. It's just that it's sort of, you might say, relative. Relative to what, sir? To how they're feeling at the moment. And how's that? You never know. (laughs) Uh, I don't believe I really understand what you're trying to tell me, sir. I know, I know. I never understood it myself. I never understood it. It's just one of those things, Sam. It's around, and you just don't ever see it. Now, I suppose... Suppose... Jenny started to cry one day. You don't know what she's crying about, so you ask her why. Do you follow me, Sam? Yes, sir. You ask her, and she won't tell you. And that's when you ask her what it was you did that caused her to cry.
0: <laughs> she's going to uh, start uh, crying. She still won't
5: tell you. <laughs> and that's when you start to get angry. But don't get angry, Sam. She won't tell you why she's crying because she doesn't know women are like that sam and it's exasperating it's it's mm-hmm. but don't let it make you angry
1: none so so well, far like, no lies detected
5: hug her a little bit because that's all they really want when they're like that Sam. A little loving. you understand me don't you no sir <laughs> you don't <huh? laughs> There's something else you must remember. Husbands like to be alone once in a while. Why? You never know why. But I can always tell when James wants to be alone. The mood comes over him. I can always see it in his eyes before it really gets there. I don't know where the mood comes from or why. But that's this is why I alone. Yeah. It seems sometimes things get so thick around a man that he comes to feel that everything is closing in on him. And that's when he wants to be left alone. You understand, don't you? No.
1: <laughs> well, I, I don't know how to react to that. Apart from, they sort of nail it, don't they?
0: Yeah.
1: There, there, there was absolutely nothing wrong with that. So, if you were listening, that was a, I, th- I think, an extract from a film, a 1950s film or something like that. This is just. Was no- that
0: Gregory Peck?
1: Could be yeah uh,
0: giving advice yeah it could be i think i think so i may be wrong correct me if i'm wrong th-
1: this is just another example of of the wisdom that the ancients knew and we have forgotten yeah yes wonderful right now so having having um ripped into progressive women and having taken aim at um, ah. at at, at, uh, at pua's i think what we need to do now is we need to give the, the viewers we need to give them an example of what peak masculinity actually is so you know how how do we how do we do that well it turns out there is this rather excellent channel um, which I recently become aware of called Poe's law now that is a collection of um, uh, you know uh, traditional um, conservative based women who who sort of you know get into you know discussing whatever it is that women discuss I mean I don't know shopping ponies. That, I mean that that whatever it is, they they, they discuss these things. Anyway, yeah. what they did at the weekend was was quite inspired. What they did is they did an epic six hour stream where they took um, um, you know dozens and dozens of men from different categories. So they had things like um, you know political philosophers, actors. Uh, singers historical figures even youtubers um got a mention in there and they basically did a a, a, a sort of a bit, a bit of a would you rather yeah um one at a time until they sort of coalesced it into apex uh masculinity so I'll just, I'll just read from the and, and this video is is, is up now uh, There there is a there is a short sort of half hour version um which isn't behind the paywall which you can go and watch which which i think is you know I think you should check out now anyway so the the stream starts The live chat voted in a series of polls to narrow down the first round of contestants to 20 of the most desirable men, living, dead and fictional. Each selected for their excellence in body, mind and soul to be crowned the most marriageable gentleman. Now the panel must decide which men are the greatest of the great, the la creme de la creme. Now, just in case you're a Zoom and you're getting confused about that reference, that is actually a French pudding, not what you're thinking. So let's have a look at one of the first uh, segments uh, on there. So, so can you see this? So, so uh, this, this is one of the matchups. It was William Defoe versus... Machiavelli. Yes, Nicholas Machiavelli. Yeah. Um, difficult choice, that one. Um,
0: who is more masculine?
1: No, no, it's, it, it, it's, it's who would you rather marry? Ah. So I, I I don't know to be honest which which of them won. What's the, what's the next one? The next one is, uh, oh yes. Yeah. So, so this is I, I I don't know if um if some of our viewers will know who this is, but this is Thomas Carlyle uh, versus somebody called Henry Cavill who is an actor. Um, so we all know who Thomas Carlyle is, but um, but but um, uh, this this Cavill chap he plays somebody called Superman, which is a which is a big villain in um, popular culture. So. Um, how, how to describe superman so so basically there was this film where the good guy lex Luthor he lines up a whole series of, of nuclear weapons all around the perimeter of california to drop california into the sea and then the villain superman stops him yeah so um i so i mean yeah so a uh, bit a bit, bit of a bit of a villain he plays but um you know hopefully that didn't count him against uh too much what's the next one what's the next one oh gosh look that's me yeah that's that's me versus um uh, who's that james kirk <laughs> uh captain captain of the enterprise now um I actually won that one i I, I, I don't mind admitting and um to be fair I, I I think that was a justified win yes
0: I mean the other guy would be in space
1: well not only that. I, he, I, I don't know o- if that was a fair yeah. co- contest. Not not only yeah. that. He's almost certainly got Kirk space. Kirk would be in space. He would, he, would,
0: he would just explore the galaxy and you would stay here on Earth with the last...
1: Well, on, on, a, on an even more fundamental level than that, Kirk's... She would have to
0: be really committed to him not to Kirk, marry Kirk's
1: obviously got space chlamydia, isn't he? I mean, almost certainly. Have you seen, Did you see that episode where he gets with the green girl?
0: I... I... I don't remember that.
1: Yeah, that, 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 that was one of the ones. Now, I'm, I'm sure that green girl is going to be all sassy about it and oh. she's going to be like, yeah, once you go green, you don't go back. But all these <laughs> ladies were just thinking, yeah, once you go green, we don't want you back. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that, that, that's a problem. And the, and the other thing is, is Kirk has this whole tagline thing, which I just always found incredibly unrealistic because, you know, the, these episodes, they would always sort of have the same sort of format. He would go to a planet where there'd be some big dispute. Yeah. And uh, the space princess would be there um and um you know she would um she would negotiate let's let's call it let's call it that um to, to get him on side with whatever dispute was happening on that planet and and they would he would be there with his with his tagline of boldly going where no man has gone before now even as a kid i listened to that and thought nah mate i don't i don't think you are because, you know, Space, space yeah. Princess has just woken up this morning and she's decided to put on the micro skirt and the, and the belly jewel. Uh, I don't think this is her first negotiation there, mate. So, uh, yeah, come on. I mean, a, a goal's a goal, but be realistic, mate. And um, what, what's, what's, what's the next one? What, what, what have we got? Uh, oh, look, that's, uh, that is Stannis Baratheon versus, versus Batman. I
0: mean, sorry, but Stannis was a loser.
1: Yeah, but if you, if you go for Batman... He, he
0: was entitled. He kind of said, no, the throne is mine. But, but he
1: was a lord. Did, the, the,
0: he, did he stand up to the, to the title?
1: Uh, right, yeah, I mean, it's not a great choice. But things if you go with Batman, you're almost certainly going to get murdered by the Joker, aren't you, at some point? So, yeah. Sorry,
0: Stannis won.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't I don't I, I I don't know. I, I I'm a little bit hazy on the details of this competition. In fact I am not even I'm not even necessarily sure who won it in the end. Do we do we have any video about who won it in the end? Yeah.
0: Ah, okay. Now this changes everything.
1: Oh yeah, somebody yeah. just pointed out that's Patterson.
0: No 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 no. no. Definitely Stannis Baratheon yep. wins. Yep.
1: Definitely. Not that not not yeah, the emo yeah, yeah. version of Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, do we do we have any video of who actually won this competition in the end? Can we can we watch that maybe?
3: Since since both of these since both of these men did I want to say rightfully, but the man with no name no. came in quite late. But since they two did rightfully get to the final, I they we do have a vote on them. So just for the, for the full amount of it. No. Um it's the lady's choice for final round. Birdie, which of them? Man with no name. Was Patrick. History. Man with no name. Cows? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, For all of my moaning, I'm gonna go with Dan. Yay! Wow. tiebreaker, right? Wow. Yeah. The tiebreaker. Go on, well, In this situation, I feel like the chat should really be the tiebreaker because, they, because we didn't right. yeah. so 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 the okay, give them a vote. Alright. Let's go to chat. Let's go chat one more time. <laughs> because, you know, I, I see both sides of the argument, and I feel like I can the problem. I don't really want to decide the winner. Yeah, this argument yeah. is your fault, though, I hope you realise that. <laughs> We're I do. because of you I do think that in, in terms of like marital happiness I feel like Dan is the man who you can come back home to every night and have fun conversation say, thank you laugh. It's, it's more fun, familiar isn't it, yeah I feel like if you married Cliff Eastwood, you get the man with no name He's just too mysterious, you know like he's too... Yeah but that's the that's fun part You've you some... <laughs> 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 <it> <laughs> like, you to get to know him you all
5: can't
3: that at the end He's, from he's from him, in the sexy sons. But I'm absolutely startled do I have Paul a final answer? The, no. <laughs> the tiebreaker poll, 62 to 38, after everything I said about him being a better <laughs> husband, a better provider, it seems to have swayed the chat to provide way to, chat, a way to think. Oh my oh, god. They're just so fickle, aren't they? I, I, I feel <laughs> so easily swayed. So we give it another two <laughs> minutes and whoever's got the last, the highest vote on the chat gets the deciding vote. At the moment it's 50-50. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I... I actually can't decide. I'm i uh, I'm leaving it to chat. Like, I'm, I'm, wow. I'm putting down my tiebreaker. Tell the truth, though. Tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, i mean, down top. I'm gonna give it 10 seconds for the man with the name. Oh, votes. Really, okay. Okay. Well, there's 65 people watching. Like, how someone just put it's rigged. Why should I vote? Because this isn't actually rigged. We are waiting for the deciding vote. <laughs> <mode. laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, yeah, okay, I'm going to 10 seconds and a It's usually 10 hour hour seconds. To look how you have 8, 8, 7, 6, six 5, 5, four, four, three, three, 10, seconds. Dan,
1: well well the well story is not
0: written with a Y. Yeah, sorry.
1: Remarkable. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna do? You know what I'm gonna you do? Won, you
0: want against the man with no name?
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, I, ha- ha- I have an the interpretation of for why this happened. But before you do, I'm gonna live action role play the boss meme. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm supposed to get a crown and a parrot or something. But no, yeah. carry on, carry on. I mean,
0: they heat him with the legal stuff. Have you watched High Plains Drifter?
1: Wh- who are we talking about now?
0: About the man with no name.
1: Oh right, yes. Yeah, he he's. Well, he was he behavior- a gunslinger though? Wasn't he? He's a gunslinger everywhere,
0: but uh, yeah. he his behavior wasn't particularly good to to women no. in High Plains Drifter, and
1: yeah. That- I, I think that's how I beat Cavill in an, in an earlier round because uh, there are these, these persistent rumours that he treats women rather badly on set. I, I don't Thank actually you. believe that, by the way. I think I think that Cavill's all right. That um, I, I think his issue is he just can't suffer idiots gladly, yeah. Even if those idiots happen to be women, and uh, but but nevertheless, those those rumours have persisted. So excellent. What, 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 what do you think, Stelios? Do you th- do you think I should change my Twitter bio to? And you're Greek, so you'll get this reference. Yeah, Adonis. <laughs> or possibly, given the scale of the magnitude of the win, the Donis.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we,
1: yeah, or the Adonis. I mean.
0: you, so th- should, there, there, we go,
1: there we go, progressive women. If you need a model of apex masculinity, I give you me.
0: It's <laughs> uh, you're you're leading by example. Yes, it's like you're showing. You're not just telling. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now. On to our third segment. Mm. I think that you're gonna like this because it's gonna be a sort of discussion about where wokeness is going. Mm. And I don't think we've ever discussed this uh, between the two of us. And uh, I think it's interesting to talk a bit about it. And um, I think basically that wokeness on the one hand is ultimate stupidity, ultimate incoherence, ultimate irrationality, but there is another perspective that says that basically there is a sinister plan behind it. And mm. I want to say that if we focus on what individual you know, wokeists say, it is almost entirely always entirely stupid. But uh, the thing is this does not explain the kind of power that they have, mm. and usually stupidity and power don't always go together.
1: I've kind of got a theory on this. Yeah. I don't yeah, know if it's now the time to bring it in. It, it comes back to this whole thinking about there is a God-shaped hole in the human psyche. Okay, and what you saw in the states was a drive to push um, a separation of, of church and state. Okay, so basically you set up a condition where there was an absence in prevalent in society, and you set up criteria where it's a bit like a virus to emerge that um, th- that could evolve into those gaps. So the new religion has to be something which is, which is not overtly religious, but has all of the properties of a religion, and that can infiltrate. So it's kind of, you know, by, by selective breeding and the conditions, you've set up a condition where a, a new religion will emerge that can bypass all of those um, antibodies that would take out a genuine religion.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that you're right and that uh, what you're saying is compatible with the interpretation I'm going to put forward. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's nothing new. It has to do with a contestant you showed before mm. on your Who Would You Add" uh, video mm-hmm. uh, against William Defoe. It was Niccolo Machiavelli. And I mm. think Machiavelli is always relevant when we're trying to explain political phenomena. And basically, mm. what I want to say that wokeness is on its own very, very, very stupid. Yeah. But it is a very powerful weapon in the hands of those who want to play divide and conquer. And Mm. they want to play divide and conquer against the people. And they want to prevent the people from organizing into communities Mm. that can function as centers of power with more negotiating power against the state. If the people are divided, individuals against the state are not going to be as powerful as communities against the state. Mm. I think that's, and we are going to have an imbalance of power. So I would say that basically in order to understand where wokeness is going, we should see wokeness as a manifestation. You could say an early 21st century manifestation of divide and conquer.
5: Yeah,
3: it's, I agree with all of that. In
0: that respect, mm. it's nothing new. The mantle in which it is dressed is, is new. Yeah, it has to do with the kind of rhetoric that was, that, uh, Developed in let's say the in the humanities departments of the western of Western academia, mm. and uh, when let's say the Cold War was won, then there was a sort of introversion in societies. They started looking at how to di- how to let's say disunify the people in order to be able to control them more.
1: And, yes, well that that is a powerful state tool that they're hardly yeah. going to not um, boost the signal on if they can.
0: Yeah. So in order to understand the phenomena we are talking about, the current phenomenon of wokeness and where they're leading, we need to look back into history. Now, speaking of lo- looking back into the past to see what happened, hmm. you can visit our website. For only £5 a month, you can gain access to all our premium content, such as the latest Brokenomics, called WTF happened in 1971. That's a good
1: one, that one is. Yep. Yeah, I was happy with that one.
0: Uh, Do you want to give a quick summary? Yeah,
1: basically something happened in 1971 and then everything started going wrong. And it's absolutely bloody stunning when you look at the evidence, all of the things that started going wrong in 1971, whatever that was. So yeah, check it out. That's a good one.
0: Does it have anything to do with fiat money?
1: It does actually, Stelios, yes. Oh,
0: (laughs) you see how great minds think alike. Indeed. Okay, now let's fast forward to 2023. Mm. 52 years Uh, forward. Now, imagine aliens, let's click on this um, link by Ian Miles Chong, and
1: he says, Oh, he comes up with some takes, doesn't he?
0: The Rockefeller Center replaced each of the 193 world flags around the building with a pride flag. I don't remember signing up for this woke globalist nonsense. Now, can you give me an example? We can play this on mute. Uh, Can you give me an example of any other flag that you see being hanged to such a
1: degree not in the last 70 years no
0: so if aliens came on <laughs> a, a, and landed in that on that place what would they think where would they say where are we would they ask it yes so and and i want to ask you we can have this playing in the background on the background so what is the purpose of a flag what would you say is the purpose of a flag
1: well you use it to show, show victory it's it's used i mean for example when the uh, when the uh... <clears throat> When, when, when either Kubrick or the Americans, depending on which version you believe, went to the moon, the first thing they did was planted a flag. Yeah. Uh, we conquered this. When you've had battles in the past, the first thing they do is, 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 is stick a flag down. It is a sign of saying, we have won. Uh, don't you bloody forget it.
0: And the important thing is that who is this we? Because uh, it, it signals victory on the one hand, yes. but it also signifies the victory of one side over other sides.
1: Which it's the, it's the cultural victory of the left, presumably? I think mm. you're right. Mm.
0: Now, the thing is that the function of the flag is to include and exclude. There is an inclusive element in that, you know, it's the flag of people mem- uh, who are citizens of a nation or mm. national or the nationals. That There is an element of inclusivity and unification, but there is also an element of exclusivity because those who are not, for instance, uh, who are not... Uh, who don't fly under the colours of one flag they may they're excluded from it in a sense
1: yeah i mean the whole reason why the why the nation state as a concept of unity worked for so long is because everybody within the border everybody whose cooperation you need in order to make the project a success is within your border and you can all identify around a flag whereas this is is specifically designed to render a nation in half
0: yeah exactly and this yeah. is, is it is not a flag of another nation such as, for instance, when we have mm. flags uh, being hanged on diplomatic events, mm. but when you, you have, you know, for instance, politicians from different countries who join together and they put uh, their flags in the background, this is supposed to be an internal affair. Mm. But you could also say it's also supposed to be an, a global affair because when it, it's, it is woke globalist nonsense, as mm. Chong says. So it is not. It is a bit weird. All Something's the, going on here. The,
1: the whole bloody thing is is just wrought through with contradictions. Yeah. For example, you know the the B bit um, conflicts with everything after the plus. Yeah. Because the the B bit is all about um, there being two genders, and then everything after you know the last twenty six characters are all <laughs> making a mockery of the B thing. Yep. And and it's like okay, well what about um okay the T thing okay the T thing if you go to if you go to a surgeon about the T thing. They only offer two options. Well, what about the other 87? You know, why, why, why can't exactly. I, why i got a surgery. I mean, the whole thing, as soon as you start to think about it for more than a second. So yeah.
0: it, when you start to think, exactly as mm. you put it, when you start to think about it for more than a second, it becomes complete nonsense. Mm. But the thing is that why is it so nonsensical and influential at the same time? I think it has to do with divide and conquer. And the mm. And what is really interesting about this is that there is a divide and conquer strategy on multiple levels. Because on the one hand, this divides the people who, who embrace the whole agenda behind that pride flag mm. and the rest. But on the other hand, it obfuscates another divide and conquer, yep. which is a divide and conquer of people who belong to groups that are expressed by that flag. As you said, not all of them are compatible
1: yeah oh and actually i mean and and you know i I don't even think that i i i don't know if it's a majority or not, but I would say a sizable proportion of um you know gay and lesbian people want nothing to do with this nonsense they just want to get on and live their bloody lives i I think you're right yeah and yeah. i it, it wouldn't surprise me if it was a majority of them
0: i yeah. I, 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 I mean think... th-
1: this 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 is far more about left wing yeah. cultural victory than it is about what it purports to be
0: exactly. Yeah, mm. so let's look at the next link, please. See Reeducation mm. Nation, always uh, making good claims. It says we want to be left alone. Now replace your national flag with R one, or we'll call you transphobic. Yeah. Okay. The, the uh, you know from there was a pride event, and we have the black trans uh, flag. There was a lot of controversy about the flag code. Um, I won't enter into that debate. Uh, let's, uh, I did us get
1: anything like that for Christmas or Easter or
0: yeah, and uh, it, it it is a bit weird. Now let's move on the next the next one because you would say that what is the goal of it? Is it I want to be left alone and leave me alone, and I want to be respected as it is no. portrayed to be, or is it basically you are about you should celebrate leaving me alone consists basically in celebrating everything I do.
1: Yes. Yes. It, it, I mean, there, there are, you know, there are people in, you know, the sensible bits of America, which is basically everywhere outside a city, who basically get up and get on with their lives. And, you know, they, 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 they just don't care what the people in the cities are up to. But the people in the cities wake up every day and think, OK, how am I going to bend the people outside of the cities to my political will?
0: Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Let's look at the tweet by Lambda Legal. Pronouns aren't preferred. They're required. Using someone's correct pronouns is a simple act of kindness that can make a huge difference. Pronouns are a crucial part of someone's identity and no one should have to explain why their pronouns matter and should be respected.
1: Uh, I mean, to be fair, I've been working here six months and I'm only just starting to get people's names right, let alone the bloody pronouns. I mean, I've, I've got no hope in this new world.
0: Yes, but when you have you know, people who, are really, who function like inquisitors and they constantly yes. get the worst inter- possible interpretation of anything that is going on and want to pronounce you as a bigot and the standards for not being no, a bigot They're not, not going to try ag- particularly
1: hard in this case.
0: is that you agree with everything that they're saying yes. something is going wrong. Yes. The point is, where is this going? Now, let's look at the next link by Calvin Robinson. So, he says, Pride conquered... Britain without firing a single shot. (laughs) Okay, now, let's look at Dylan Mulvaney uh, giving his own interpretation as to what he is for and what pride is about.
5: I live for the gays. I live for the gays, I live for them. I live for the gays, the gays, the gays, the gays. The guys, the gays, the gays make me happy.
2: I don't want to live for anyone else. Gay, 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 be B, gay, yeah, 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 whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. Good God, it's disturbing.
0: And honestly, why do you have to celebrate such behavior? I mean, I'm not saying that he should be, I'm not saying he should be to jail or something but why are we supposed to
1: no but in a more enlightened age to
0: celebrate this behavior i mean it's someone you know being very
1: in in, in a more enlightened age you know he would have been provided bed and board at a a suitable facility where they could you know help with your mental health yeah nurse you back to health
0: but we are sort of required to say that we we agree as as the lambda Mm. legal said it's you're required it's not a matter of it's an act of kindness well, and, on the one and, hand, and the, but it's the required. Big,
1: and the big chill is coming on this one because, you know, I hope you enjoy this segment because, you know, we, the, our ability to do um, segments talking about this stuff is now going to be severely curtailed because any time we do a segment on it, now it can't go on YouTube.
0: And it has already been because this segment is not going to be on YouTube. No,
1: yeah. no because new rules came 15 minutes before we're about to film.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's mm. a difference between, you know, it's, we are told that basically we're required to celebrate. and. Mm. Cele- and the question comes there, what constitutes celebrate, celebration? And this becomes always you know, more and more and more stuff. You need mm. to do more and more and more stuff to show that you celebrate, and if you don't celebrate, you're going to be censored. But the problem is here that all of this is leading to further and further and further division mm. and further and further and further demoralization of people because the groups that are protected or allegedly They have protected, within quotation marks, characteristics. Mm. They're not compatible. So the goal is, and here is where Machiavelli helps us and political realists help us, and even before Machiavelli, is that the only way to have incompatible groups unified in order for them to support you and in order for them to help you into consolidating your political power is by inventing a common enemy. Yes. So who is the common enemy here? It's the simple people in the U.S., in the U.K., in Europe, yes. in Australia, in Japan, in North Korea, in Scandinavia, in all Western countries who don't want to uh, play along this agenda. Um, the goal is for all wokeness is going on further and further and further demoralization, and mm-hmm. demoralization can happen with at least two, two in at least two ways one is with nonsense and the other is with guilt if you mm. if you constantly tell someone bombard someone with nonsense they will think that basically they, they, there's no way of thinking or way out of this because thinking gets us nowhere mm. if you bombard them with guilt you make them so you make them increasingly more tolerant of of incre- of bad policies and of ba- of sen- of increased centralization of governments because they they start feeling well, okay, I'm I'm guilty. I need to atone my, uh, myself. I need to, and and basically they're giving a how should I say that I had the carte blanche. Mm-hmm. But how do you say this in? you You're letting them a free pass,
1: right. okay, yes. Two others to control you. I, I, don't, I don't know if you've got it in there, but um there there was another video that saw talking about your your point on um, incompatible groups of this Canadian teacher absolutely screaming at a young Muslim boy in her class, yeah, because um they come to Pride Month and he and he he doesn't want anything to do with it. And she's screaming at him, saying, you know, we did a thing on Ramadan. Yeah. You know, we celebrated your group. This is how it works. You, you now have to celebrate the pride. And he's like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not going along with this. And she, and she has a complete breakdown because, you know, this, this um, coalition that they're trying to build, like you say, it's just incompatible.
0: And we see the effects of this incompatibility in this clip, for instance, by Andy No. We we can have this with yeah without uh, sound oh, right, okay. where he says Muslim parents have their children stomp on the LGBTQIA plus yeah. pride flags at a protest against the Ottawa Carlton District School Board in Canada.
1: So for 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 those listening, it's a large group of people on a Canadian street. The occasional Canadian flag, um, lots of uh, identifiably uh, Muslim people. And the central focus is a bunch of pride flags on the floor, which children are being encouraged to stomp up and down on.
0: And it is worth mentioning that this happens in Canada, the sort of woke stronghold of uh, Justin Trudeau. And um, I would be, I really want to see what the response to this will be by Trudeau, because I have the impression that if people from another group, religious and also other non-religious groups, they did this,
1: they... Oh, the F-16s, and
0: And I'm not speaking in favor of that. Yeah. Look, I shouldn't be misunderstood. Uh, we could have also a video from another incident in Belgium mm. where we could leave this playing with, uh, with no sound. And I'll just say that this happened in mid-May. There was a Muslim student's treatment of the LGBTQ community uh, from their Islamic faith and prophets example. Uh, it, this was in Genk in Belgium. You had a lot of okay. Muslim students who stormed the, uh, the benches there with the pride flags and they, they were really vocal against it. Mm. So let's move forward. When we talk about uh, demoralization, because there are two ways in which people get demoralized. Now, one is they get demoralized with nonsense, as we, as we said. The next one is demoralized with guilt, but let's focus on nonsense. Honestly, for the love of God, can we take seriously this case with, with Leah Thomas and Riley Gaines? Well, I've, I've talked about it before. Uh, Liz Wheeler says, New poll shows 69% of Americans believe transgender athletes should only be allowed to play on sports teams that correspond with their biological sex.
1: That's good. With that the, with that ex- makes
0: me happy at least.
1: Mind you, I don't, I don't mind if the trans men want to try and compete. I, I think that could be funny in what sense the, the the people who used to be women who who have now decided they're men if if they you know if they want to go in the ring with with a you know a man who never transitioned that that would be all right it's it's when it's the other way when it's um trans women you know that, that that's the one that people really have the problem with
0: uh, I, I must apologize i've completely lost track of this because it, not not because of what yeah, you said it's, but it's because it is confusing so yeah so
1: so, so the, the the women uh, the, the, the women with a beard I don't mind if they try... Who are and... men, basically. No. No, no, no. W- w- women who have taken hormones and now have a beard. Okay, yeah. So those women, if yeah. they want to compete against men, the trans men... Yeah. You know, I don't mind if they do that. You never see that, though. You never see somebody who was a woman who is now competing in men's sports... It's always the other way around, isn't it? It's men always who men. compete in women's yes, sports. Yes. Yes. And th- this is a bit what. Of lippy yeah, and, yeah, but, but um, two things
0: to be said here. Uh, we, I, I also have some more eccentric examples to show you mm. of this is that it is really good to remember that the majority is against this because mm. there is a f- frequent tactic, especially early 20th century, uh, a guy named Lenin. Oh, yeah, I've heard uh, of him. Yes. Uh, enacted it. He, he, where... he
1: brooks no cons- no uh, dissent whatsoever.
0: Yeah, and mm. basically, his party was the minority party and got the name of Bolsheviks, that mm. in Russian means the majority party, where Mensheviks is supposed to be the minority. So no, one of the what it means. W- one of the key features of this propaganda and one of the key features of the woke propaganda that aims to demoralize people with nonsense is to give. The, uh, the impression that the majority is in favor of it. But if the majority were in favor of it, there would be no need for all yes. this,
4: yeah, and would there just, would be yeah.
0: no need to restrict speech.
1: Yes, because it would just emerge anyway.
0: Yeah, and I mean, yeah. if, if at the end of the day, the majority is, you think that the majority favors your and will uh, mm. be in favor of you, why do you feel the need to restrict free speech?
5: Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, let's move. uh, This one it says, fastest girl in Connecticut, Chelsea Mitchell, in the left with purple, is suing the state after they forced her to compete against transgender athletes who she had no chance of beating and costing her multiple scholarship opportunities. And okay, we we are talking about boxing, we are talking about um, cycling, we are talking about swimming. I wanted to give another example. Well, how about fishing? Let's. Go on the next click okay anglers quit england team after trans woman picked for female squad let's look at this okay so three members of the six strong squad stepped down after becky lee burt whistle hodges <laughs> who was born male was chosen for the home nation's shore fishing championship so jack halloween uh, so long and thanks for all the fish yeah hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy there has been opposition to bert whistle hodges a former rugby player competing with the england angling team since 2018 when she was first selected that's a he yeah
1: okay yeah Yeah. they they always get mixed up amid
0: concerns that he has an unfair strength advantage competitors of shore angling must battle strong winds and currents to catch fish and Ah, (laughs) it's tuna season and shark season and cra- have you watched these documentaries where they cut, they fish crabs and all the,
1: Yeah the actually that, yeah that does look really hard work actually those fishermen those deep sea fishermen you Yeah, know, you, that is real you'd work you'd have a,
0: a new Netflix documentary yeah, now yeah. <laughs> with changed the who changed it. yeah okay now let's go to Miriam Cates the MP she had a beautiful tweet where she says it's extraordinary that in 2023 in a time of unprecedented knowledge, we're arguing about the definition of something that has been known since the dawn of time. The most contentious question of our day has most fa- famously become, what is a woman? I think, honestly, that's nonsense. Not, not her claim, I think she's correct, but it's nonsense. We shouldn't be debating this question. We, we uh, know what it is. Yes. This is just, this is a full-scale attack on the people's ability to communicate, coordinate, and act.
1: It's a full assault on reality. Yeah. Because yeah.
0: in order to formulate, to understand the problem in, that you, we are faced with, mm. formulate a good alternative and act according to it, we need at least
1: but, to, but be, the, the to
0: be able to have the ability to, say, to call a spade a spade.
1: The fact that we have to even be addressing these issues, it just feels like end of empire. Talk to me. Yeah. Because when, when you're at the point where you're having to argue on, you know, absolute fundamental matters like this, obviously there is so much that you are not discussing.
0: But I think you're correct. And there is an issue to be raised as to which side is against dialogue. And I'm saying this because frequently it is the woke side that says that we are protecting people. We are pro their rights. Mm. Everyone who disagrees with us is a bigot. But let's look at the next video.
5: Angry. Die you fing rednecks. Why
3: don't you quit being such a waste of oxygen? Why don't you yeah. present uh, you, you wanna have a conversation we'll and present, present your information? Because I'm not gonna give a platform to you fing Nazis. Why don't you go home? You can't explain and quit your position? Being
1: such f-ing losers. My position is I care about human rights and I care about people living their lives and minding their own fing business and not being in my face with stupid fing cameras.
3: So but you so, walked we, over we can, here. We, can, we, Get can, out of we here. can
5: bring down the volume a little bit. Yeah. Well, I don't care. <laughs> I am trying to make a to scene
3: because you guys Can care about genociding trans people. That's not it, no, genociding? What what, what, what okay genocide? Children. What are you
1: talking about? None of this is actually happening. You guys are dumb. Really? Really? cherry kids, kids,
2: kids aren't getting puberty blockers? What, what's, what, what is not happening that- I'm not putting claiming?
1: myself on this platform. You guys are idiot losers. Goodbye. Well, you you're
0: it. the one inserting yourself into the <laughs>
1: platform. Is that the best argument you can marshal right the funniest thing about that is that he he grabs hold of the mic at one point with both hands and tries to wrench it out of the hand of a of a of a a chad dude and and he's giving it all his might and he cannot get that mic off him even though the other guys just sort of stood there casually holding it so he then has to sort of let go and make it look like he was just making a a dramatic point
0: yeah and when Brilliant we have people like that they obviously cannot talk they obviously cannot engage in dialogue yeah and again we yep. see this presentation where we it's either wholesale adoption of this agenda is this agenda coherent mm. no but that's not the point the point is not about coherence this person is a useful idiot yeah and these and all the people who are
1: i mean you, you can't debate him you, you, what, what can you do with him
0: yeah the, but so that is what so I'm I, just
1: getting alert on my phone for Would you like to buy a helicopter? Sorry, I'd come uh, back to that. I,
0: I would if if uh, if they're interested in selling one, I would. Mm.
1: <laughs> okay. Now, in that, Minecraft.
0: No, I want an actual one. Okay. Like it, <laughs> it,
1: it's just so easy to. No, we, we just say that so we don't get arrested later. Okay. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Carry a on.
0: Chopper. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) so uh, another way to demoralize people is with guilt. Mm. Hence the constant talk about transgender genocide. We have this tweet here. This person says I have been covering the mass migration of trans people for the last two years, starting with the first Texas law charging child abuse. I'm glad to see the mainstream media covering it now as well. These laws are genocidal and we have internally displaced political refugees. Um, let's go to the next link. This is, again, Alexandra Caraballo, who constantly constantly talks about transgenocide. And we have the answer by Team Paul. If you're a dad and apolitical and you get angry that pedophiles are trying to groom your kids, then you're a far-right extremist. Hmm. And I want to say that there was a brilliant response by a Scottish uh, politician when a person was constantly talking about um, people don't not caring about trans rights that I want to share with you.
4: Should I just kill myself now and be done with it?
2: They will not rest until trans people are excluded from
1: public life.
0: I like this, this sigh of exasperation, you know, what just what rubbish? Just constantly stop blackmailing people that if you don't agree with them, if someone came in and told you, uh, hi, Dan, you may not know me, but I know you. Um, if uh, you don't play along with what I'm saying, I'm going to kill myself, but no pressure.
1: Yes, well, I have to ask how. Yeah. Because, I mean, if, if they're going to sort of catapult themselves into a, into a wall or something, you, know, you, you then have to ask, well, where are yeah. you going to do this?
0: So I think it's all a divide and conquer strategy. Mm. These people are useful idiots. The more idiotic they are, the more useful they are. Mm. And this is precisely what is going on. So Mm. we should uh, be aware of their tricks and constantly talk to each other about their tricks and uh, don't get demoralized, basically. Mm. Let's go to the video comments.
5: Tony D and we, Scurvy Joan, here with another tale of pirates of South Jersey. William Treem was from Egg Harbor, New Jersey, and a legendary hero. He had escaped the infamous prison ship, the Jersey, in New York Harbor during the Revolutionary War, and everybody thought he was a hero, so they gave him command of his own ship, and he attacked the British, terrorizing the shipping lanes, and helping the war effort all the way up until the last day of the war where he took his final ship and then disappeared into the pages of history. Mm.
0: I I think that uh, you should have a Roger Molly flag and you have a flag code for how to hang it. All all, all credit
1: to that chap. If he's prepared to take the British on, then uh, he's got some stones on him.
0: Right, uh, let's go to the comments. Okay. Mm. Malicious compliance. Free speech in general seems to be neither a left-wing value nor a right-wing value, but an anti-authoritarian value. The reason why it may be more of a conservative value is because it was considered worth conserving. Your thoughts? Um, Mm. I I totally agree with this. It's a basic issue of being able to use your speech and say whether you agree or disagree with anything. So. It's not. I suppose on a
1: fundamental conceptual level, it isn't necessarily either right wing or left wing. But I mean, what we're dealing with here is not a coherent political philosophy. It is mental illness expressed as a governance structure.
0: And uh, also, just to add to this, Mm. whenever there is the further question of how uh, concern for free speech is being expressed, frequently you have the groups who are who feel that their speech is threatened to. To, mm. argue, to argue for it. So in some cases it may seem as if it is a left-wing value, in other cases as mm. if it is a right-wing value, but it is an anti-authoritarian value, as you're saying. Mm. Um, Elotus Cedar, it's about
1: you. Do you want to read this? Right. A Elotus Cedar says, Number one Dan fan here to appreciate some bone-dry wit, monomonocular sharp sarcasm and a complete lack of patience for gibbering morons.
0: Yeah, that's high yeah, praise. That's, uh,
1: yes, that's true. That's yes, high praise. Good comment.
0: Good comment. Right. Let's go to California Bill AB 957. So, divorce is already, uh, La French Woman, divorce is already terrifying in the US for fathers where you will lose half your stuff, mm. be forced to pay al- money, alimony for many years, and are highly unlikely to get custody or shared custody of your children. Fathers did not need the stupid law on top of everything else. Uh, totally agree with you. It's tragedy. I hope yeah. somehow
1: this changes. But I mean, if, if you if you're, if you're a young man in, you know, California, yeah, why, why would you start you start the process of going through all of the traditional steps of you know courting and yeah. and engagement and marriage? I mean, you, I can see why they just disengage.
0: Let's see. Kevin Fox. So, his cousin didn't commit suicide. He followed a fairly common AA route. Drugs. Go to cheapest place for drugs. Kill yourself with drugs. That cannot be used as an argument in favor of castrating kids. Spot on. Mm. That guy's cousin would most likely have ended up the same way had he been gay or straight. Um, Mm. I saw one that I definitely want to mention. Derek Power. When you have a legislator with a surname like Wiener, you know you're in trouble. Do you want to go to some comments of your section? Yeah,
1: go on then. Um, uh, also, now that you're reading comments and off the YouTube, what was the topic that Dan isn't allowed to talk about as of this morning? Well, none of us are allowed to talk about on YouTube anymore. The traps, the trannies, the t-girls, um, the, the the people who uh, with the... Um, T
0: for transgenderism. Yes.
1: Yeah chaps in dresses yeah no you're, you're getting you're getting just you're getting lumped off um off youtube now if you talk about those things right derek power he's he's got some good comments isn't he so what does he say here because he's always on the money uh he says ah dan always bringing brightness and cheer to us lotuses. yes yes true as well sophie says henry cavill our mary henry cavill well you didn't do very well in the competition so you should have a little competition there so good for you if that's uh, if that's what you like right
0: um, do you want to have a last one and we
1: end because uh, we're running out of time um, nope nope you go ahead okay so
0: um it was ve- uh it was very enjoyable i really enjoyed this and uh see you tomorrow goodbye see you